We're in the trenches, breaking down the defensive line from technique and fundamentals to NFL and college football analysis. You're listening to Big Dog Trench Talk. Let's work. Let's work. Let's work. Let's work. Let's work. Let's work. What's up, Big Dog? This is Coach Roll, and we're in the lab with Big Dog Trench Talk. Before we get into another Big Dog Trench Talk, I just want to let you know that Big Dog Trench Talk is an extension of BigDogFootball.com. BigDogFootball.com is all things defense aligned. If you're a linebacker and you want to be able to rush the passer a little bit better, or maybe you want to improve your hands when it's time to attack them hogs at the line of scrimmage, then BigDogFootball.com is for you too, Big Dog. You want to be a better pass rusher? You want to be a better run stopper? Looking for drills to enhance your skills? Or maybe all you need is just a little quick tip to improve your game that much more. Well, Big Dog, we got it all at Big Dog Football. So come pay us a visit and join the Big Dog community at BigDogFootball.com. Welcome to another episode of Big Dog Trench Talk. Season 2, Episode 21. What you don't know can beat you. All right, Big Dog. You ready? Because <laughs> I'm ready. Let's talk trenches. Big dog, I'm straight out of Miami. There's this Miami. But then you got this Miami. You feel me, big dog? And ain't no in between. <laughs> I'm just playing, man. Unfortunately for me growing up, I had quite a few things taken from me. And obviously that bothered me because you get to a point to where you can't trust anybody. And so my dad taught me one of the most important lessons of my life that really helped me with my perspective. And it helped me not being a victim of being robbed or being defeated. What he told me was this. He said, son, if you want to keep from being robbed, Think like a thief. Now, I thought about that thing. And I was like, think like a thief. Think like a thief. What does he mean by think like a thief? I'm not a thief. But how can I think like a thief if I'm not a thief? So he said, son, let me show you something. He said, look inside that car. What do you see? I said, well, I see all the normal stuff that you would see inside a car. You see the radio, you see the steering wheel, um, you know, you see the normal stuff, napkins, trash, all that stuff. He said, OK. He said, now, what if you were a thief? What do you see? What would you see if you were a thief? And I said, um, I see a bag. 
I see a bag under the seat. I see something else in the passenger seat. He said, I don't, I don't understand. He said, if you look inside this car as if you were a thief, then you can help prep yourself or protect yourself from a thief. So if you look inside this car from the outside in and you see a bag, if you were a thief, would you try to take that bag? And I said, if I was a thief, yes. And he said, so in that case, what do you think you should do? And I said, okay, I probably should open the door, take anything valuable that's in the car or anything that may seem as valuable, take it out of the car so that it wouldn't be appealing to a thief. Big dog, what's my point? When I'm training my divas alignment on my pass rushers, I'll make this statement. If you want to keep from being robbed, think like a thief. If you want to keep from being blocked, think like an offensive lineman. How can you attack him successfully if you don't know him? If you don't know what an offensive lineman is trying to do, if you don't know what an offensive lineman is trying to accomplish, it becomes very difficult to be successful against someone you don't know. If only you knew who he was, if only you knew what he was trying to do, then you could be more successful in your approach and in your attack. What you don't know can beat you. Now, I'm not saying that you are an office alignment or that you have to be an office alignment. I'm saying that you need to know what an office alignment is thinking. You need to be a step ahead of him by knowing what he's trying to accomplish. If you know what an office alignment is trying to do, then you can make a better decision as to what you should do or what you need to do to be successful. I'm not saying that you should be a thief. I'm saying that if you knew, if you could only view your life, if you could only view that situation from the eyes of a thief, I'm not saying you are one. I'm saying you have the ability to see as one. Then you can make a better decision. You can make a better choice. Big dog, what is that office alignment in front of you trying to do? Do you know? Do you know what that office of guard is trying to accomplish? Do you know what the center is trying to do? Do you know what the office of tackle is trying to execute? Do you know fundamentally what each of those positions on the offensive line are trying to do? Do you know their responsibilities? Yes, it depends depending on the play, but just at the fundamental level, at the fundamental level, do you know who they are? Do you know what they're trying to accomplish? And do you know how they're going to accomplish it? Big dog, I'm going to ask you this again, because if you don't know, then you need to figure out what it is they're trying to do. Do you know who they are? They as in the office alignment in front of you. Do you know who they are? Do you know what they are trying to accomplish? And do you know how they are going to accomplish it? Big dog, if you know, if only you knew the answer to that, then you will be better prepped for each and every play. You will be better prepped for each and every down you play. Now, how do you figure this out? How do you know what they are trying to accomplish? A good defensive lineman is a good offensive lineman. 
But a good offensive lineman is also a good defense alignment. You need to be able to be on the offensive as well as the defensive. You need to know both sides. The way to truly train as a defense alignment is that you need to know the objective of an offensive alignment. They go hand in hand, big dog. You can't just keep working drill after drill, skill after skill, and not know how it applies to who you are attacking. You are wasting your time learning how to attack if you don't know who to attack. Because who you are attacking works hand in hand with how you should attack. That's important. And and this thing goes pretty deep. It goes extremely deep. I don't want to go into it just yet. But let's just look at this thing from a fundamental level. From center to guard, the spacing is different. From guard to tackle, the spacing is different. The tackle has inside help, but most of the time he does not have outside help. A guard has help on both sides. A center has help on both sides, but he is the nucleus of the line. He is the center point. He is the bottom of the horseshoe. So because of their positions, now I don't actually mean their positions, what positions they play. What I actually mean is because of where they are positioned, because of where they are placed on the offensive line, because that line bends, right? It goes forward. Sometimes it goes back. Sometimes it swings. Sometimes it slants. But that offensive line is supposed to work together. But because of the position on that line, they have different approaches. They have different responsibilities and they have to execute their plays in a different way. But you have to know who they are. You need to know what they are trying to do and how they are going to try and do it. If you want to keep from being blocked, you have to think like an offensive lineman. Let's dig a little deeper. Let's be more specific. Let's talk pass rush here for a second. The center. Can the center take the same set as a guard? The answer is no. Can the guard take the same set as a tackle? The answer should be no. Can the tackle take the same set as the right tackle? No. No, no, no. It cannot. Depending on their position on that offensive line, they're going to take a different set. Now, I know, yes, this does vary depending on a lot of different things. But fundamentally speaking, they're not taking the same set. They are not taking the same approach because they're at different positions on the offensive line. Let's talk about the center for a second. Is the center right-handed or is the center left-handed? Why does that matter? Well, it matters because in order for a center to snap the ball, he has to have his shoulders down. When his shoulders are down, that's the only way that he can actually get his hand in his crotch. He cannot put his hand in his crotch standing straight up. Now, if you know the offensive side of the ball, if the quarterback is under center, the quarterback has his hand in the center's crotch. And that center has to get that ball in his crotch so that he can deliver that ball or snap that ball to the quarterback. 
Now, he can't take the same set as a guard or a tackle because at the point of snap, he has to have a flat back or he has to be in position where his hand can actually reach his crotch. So he's going to take a different set. Even if it's shotgun, it's the same deal. If you've ever played center or know of a center and how a center has to snap that ball, he has to have a certain posture in order for him to deliver that ball and shotgun. He can't have the same set as a guard or a tackle. If he's right-handed and you play nose tackle or one or two eye, well, guess what, big dog? You should be thinking about how you can attack a right-handed center because for one step, that center's hand is in his crotch. It becomes very challenging to block a defensive tackle with one hand. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You have to know who you are going against. You have to know who you are attacking. What you don't know can beat you. What if he's left-handed? Would it be better to attack him on the left side? You understand? Would you want to do that? Even if you are, the defense calls for you to be on the right side. Defense of right. And the center is left-handed. Is that going to help you in your attack? Absolutely. How would you attack a guy that you're on the same side of his snap hand? And you know he has to take a certain set because the quickest distance to the quarterback as a nose tackle is a straight line because literally you have one guy, sometimes two, stopping you or trying to stop you from getting to the quarterback. So therefore, a center can't just open his hip up like a tackle could. Now, I'm not saying just open it straight up. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that a tackle has the opportunity to have a different kind of set because of where he's positioned on the offensive line. A center cannot do that. If that center just stacks his feet and just opens his hips like that, he's giving that defense a tackle a straight line to the quarterback. So his set has to be different. And if he's snapping with low shoulders to deliver that ball, you need to take advantage of the position that he is in because of the position you're in. Big dog, you have to know who you're going against. I got something else I want you to think about. Instead of peeking in the backfield on your first step, talking to you, nose tackles, deep the tackles, instead of just popping up and peeking in the backfield, trying to find the ball, what if, what if you punch the center with all you got and make him raise? Make him stand up as he's snapping the ball. What if you were to shock him so hard that you make the center pop up? And when the center pops up, that causes him to either sit down, which means drop his hips and raise his shoulders. Now, if a center is trying to snap the ball with high shoulders, will his snap be the same? I'm asked that again. If the center is trying to snap the ball, with high shoulders. Can his snap be the same? Will his snap be the same? Now, big dog, I played center. When I was in high school, I was a long snapper. And it was very difficult to deliver the ball the same when my shoulders were high. At snap, I wasn't as successful. I wasn't as accurate or precise with my snap when I was trying to snap the ball with high shoulders. 
So I had to do all I could to make sure I stayed down at snap. But if you know that, big dog, as a nose tackle, what if you were to shock the center? Soon as that ball moved, you are in to the chest plate of that center, causing him to change body position. And if he changes body position at snap, is that going to affect the play at all? Absolutely, it's going to affect the play, big dog. Because you know what he's trying to accomplish and you know how he's trying to accomplish it. Absolutely. Things like that is what make defense alignment just that much better. To have that in mind, to know what he's trying to do and how he has to do it, to accomplish it, to execute it the right way, helps us. Helps us make better decisions on the defensive side of the ball. What about a guard? What about an offensive guard? Well, an offensive guard has a huge responsibility. If that offensive guard is on the snap hand of the center, he has to make sure, if you're a nose tackle, that he's protecting the center. He has to make sure at snap that that A gap is closed. Not so much where it's leaving a huge B gap, but he has to make sure that he's protecting the A gap as well as the B gap. He has to make sure that he can't just jump out there and leave that A-gap wide open and leave the center solo. Now, sometimes, depending on the offensive scheme and what the offense is fan blocking or half sliding or full sliding, I know that that all plays a role. But by that guard being in that position, he has to make sure that he's helping his offensive tackle as well as helping his center. So. His kick has to be very balanced. If he does jump a defensive tackle, he knows that that A-gap is wider. That may not be what he wants to do every time. He knows that if he keeps the A-gap closed, that he's leaving the B-gap a little bit bigger and leaving his offensive tackle out to dry. So he has to be very careful as to how he sets. He has to be careful. He knows that he has help inside of him and outside of him, but he also knows that he has to be the help to his left and to his right. Know who you're going against. What about that offensive tackle? Different from a center and a guard. His set is not the same. Why? Because he's not in the same position on that offensive line. He knows that he has help inside. And he knows that if he needs to, that he needs to work towards the inside help. He knows that he has help from that guard. And sometimes he has help from the running back, depending on the blocking scheme on that pass. But he also knows that most of the time, he has that defensive end or outside linebacker that's rushing. He has him solo. He's man on man. That's his guy. Now, yes, sometimes you have a running back that's going to chip that guy before he goes out to a flat or runs his route. But that's not all the time. Most of the time, that off of the tackle has that in, has that outside backer that's rushing by himself. He doesn't have outside help most of the time. So that off of the tackle has to have a different set because he has to position himself between the pass rusher and the passer. He needs to make sure that he takes the proper set 
whether that's a regular pro set or a 45 drive, or whether that is a vertical set, but he has to take a different set than the guard in the center because of where he's positioned. He needs to make sure that he is in between the pass rusher and the passer. So he may vertical set you. He may try to get out there as fast as he can to the spot. He wants to try to beat you to the spot so that he can deal with you at the spot. He wants the fight to happen where he is. He wants to dictate the whole pass rush. Why? Because that is the only way that he's going to be successful. If that defensive end is the one that's determining the rush, then that off of the tackle is going to have a very hard time with that defensive end because he only has help on the inside most of the time. But if the off of the tackle is determining that pass rush and that off of the tackle is determining where the battle is going to take place, that's going to make things a lot more challenging for that defensive end. But you have to know that. You need to know, defensive end, what is the weakness of this offensive tackle? What is it that he's trying to do? That's why sometimes it makes no sense to me when a defensive end every single time tries to go inside. When a good offensive tackle works towards his help. Sometimes the problem is not even going inside all the time. It's when they're going inside. They're going inside right off the back, like right on the first step. Now, I'm not talking about a stunt. I'm not talking about that when your responsibility as a defensive end is to penetrate on an exit or an X. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that you shoot straight inside on the first step when there is no space between the tackle and the guard. You've not put that tackle on a different level as the guard and you run right into the guard. It's like, what do you expect? You're working towards the tackle's help. Why would you want to rush towards the tackle's help right off the back? Does that guard become a help when you actually take the off of the tackle deep in the rush? Well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Because if that tackle is very deep in his kick, then that guard is not there to help the tackle like he would have been if you would have went inside right off the back. You have to create levels. If you're going to go inside, take that off of the tackle to a level where the guard cannot help. Now, you look at some NFL teams, you see some really good guards, and it doesn't matter how far that off of the tackle goes, it is that guard's job to help that off of the tackle. But it becomes very, very difficult for a guard to help an off of the tackle that has been taken deep in his pass set. It is very difficult. If that guard is not working and is not linked with that tackle, and is not working with that tackle, and he's still at the line of scrimmage with the center, it's, it's too much space between the guard and the tackle for the guard to really help. But defensive ends, you have to know that. If you are going to work inside, you need to take that tackle away from his help. And then you can work inside at the level of the quarterback. But you have to know who you're going against. You have to be smart about how you're going to approach it. I'm not saying that need to completely change your game. I'm just saying that you need to have that in mind. You need to know who you're going against, what they are trying to accomplish, and how they are going to accomplish it. That is going to be a huge factor as to how you attack the guy that's in front of you. Let's keep talking fundamentally. What does an offensive lineman want to do in his pass set? What is he trying to accomplish? Number one, he better get off the ball. The same way defense alignment, you got to get off that ball. 
Big Dog, he has to get off the ball. If he does not get off the ball, you are going to beat him to the spot. So he's got to get off the ball. That is number one. Two, he wants to do one or two things. He wants to either create space between you and him. Why? Because space equals time. The more space between you and that office alignment, the more time is going to take to get through him to get to the quarterback. So sometimes, number two, the office alignment wants to create space. He wants to create more time that it is going to take for you to get to him, through him, and to the quarterback. You understand what I'm saying? So space equals time which means you cannot afford to pop up. You cannot afford to allow him to allow that space to take place because if he indeed does create space, it's going to take you too much time to get to or through the offensive alignment to get to the quarterback. So number two, sometimes he wants to create space. Now, also for number two, sometimes he wants to take away space. Now, that's risky for an offensive lineman because when he jumps you or he gets on you like that, taking away your space, he's taking a huge risk. Because if he tries to get on you to take away our space and he misses, there's a lot of backside space. What I mean by backside space is there's a huge gap between the hip of the offensive lineman and the quarterback. So if he just jump sets you like that, if he tries to get on you and takes away your space, that's risky, right? Um, If he misses, he's in trouble. So number two, he's going to try to create space, which is what mostly happens, or he tries to take away your space. Number three, what is the third thing officer linemen, what are they trying to do? What's number three? Number three is they have to have the proper leverage. In their past set. What am I saying? They want to make sure they are splitting us down the middle. If they are splitting us down the middle, or they are trying to, or they are trying to split our crotch at the spot, then they know that if we try to attack their hip, they can kick. And if we try to work inside, they can post. So they want to split us down the middle at the spot. They want to get off the ball. They want to create space or take it away, and they want to split us at the crotch at the spot. They want to split us at the crotch at the spot. That allows them to have inside and outside leverage, especially if you're a guard and you know you have inside help, and especially if you are a tackle and you know that you have inside help with your guard. The positioning is important for those guys. So three things. Number one, they have to get off the ball. Because if they don't get off the ball and you do, you're closer to his hip. So number one, off the ball. Number two, they want to take away space or create it. Most of the time they want to create the space because space equals time. And number three, they want to make sure that they have positioned themselves to split your crotch at the spot. Now, some offensive guards, tackles can't do this. Very difficult for a tackle to do this. And it's very difficult for a center to do it. But sometimes a guard likes to get on top of you. They want to get on top of your pass rush route. That means they want to play nose to nose football on their pass set. They want to get on top of your line, hopefully intimidate you, cause you to stop your feet, 
and they want to force you inside or outside. So they'll jump set you or get on top of your line, which is not the same thing as a jump set, but they'll get on top of your line, nose to nose, to force you in. So they'll get on top of your line right away, which is mean they're not taking a regular set. They're taking a flat set, forcing you inside, but they're forcing you inside to center's help. Sometimes they'll do that too because they know they have a strong center. But either way, that's very risky because when an offensive guard gets head up in his set over a defensive tackle, he is giving that D tackle a two-way rush. That's what we want. If you are setting me and you are directly on top of my pass rush route, we are nose to nose in alignment. I can work you in, I can work you out. I can ole you in, which is a club over in, or I can go out, club rip or chop club or cross chop club out. I can go either way and you're not certain where I'm gonna go or I can go through you. So it's not ideal for guards to always want to get on top of your pass rush route. If they do, you know what to do. If they do, you know you have space to work inside or outside. Big dog. Big dog, what you don't know can beat you. So having said that, having said those just fundamental things, those three fundamental things an offensive lineman is trying to do on pass sets, having said those things, I want you to think for a second. Because you know who they are a little bit more, there's a lot more to know about these guys. We're going to talk about that in the future, such as do they have low hands? Do they have high hands? Are they grabbers? Are they punchers? You would attack a puncher different than you would a grabber, right? That's a whole different thing as to knowing who they are. But just fundamentally speaking, the thing that we did talk about, by you knowing they want to get off the ball, create space most of the time, play at the crotch at the spot. By you knowing those three things, what does that now make you want to do? If you want to keep from being robbed, think like a thief. You want to keep from being blocked, think like an offensive lineman because being blocked entails you being in their box. A block is a box. And it is too often that I see divas of tackles, divas of linemen, pass rushers playing in the box and getting blocked. Of course you blocked. Of course you're getting blocked because you're in his box. You're in his box because you don't realize what he's doing or what she's doing at the spot. You have to know what they're trying to do at the spot to keep from being blocked. Think, big dog. Think. Every office alignment has a bubble. When I say bubble, I mean a protective space. Every office alignment has a protective space. As long as you are outside of that space that they created, right? Number two. As long as you are outside of that space, you are not a threat to them. You may pose as a threat by having a different color jersey, by being on the opposite side of the ball, but you're not actually a threat. You are not a threat of attack until you are in their bubble. Until you burst their bubble, you are not really a threat, which is why they try to create the space. The space allows for the bubble to exist. It allows for the safe space in combat to happen. However, you knowing this through my podcast, through my bigdogfootball.com, you know this. We, pass rushers, have to get tight. 
We have to get tight to the fight. We have to get our hands up to strike. And we have to strike at the point of attack. But that strike doesn't happen until you get close. We have to burst that bubble. He wants to create it and we want to take it away. Most of the time, he wants to create it. And all the time, we want to take it away because we can't attack his hands if we're too far away. If he's any good, he's not going to just shoot his hands out there. He's not going to be like Frankenstein, not the doctor, the monster. <laughs> he ain't going to just have his hands straight out like that because there's no power in a locked arm. Off the lineman is not going to stick his hands all the way out there like that if he knows what he's doing because he's pretty much saying, here, take my hands and slap him. If he's any good, he's not going to punch you until you get tight. So by you know that off the lineman is trying to get off the ball and create space, big dog, what do you have to do? You have got to get off the ball. Your first priority is to burst his bubble. You want to take away that protective space that he's trying to create. You want to take away the protective space he's trying to create. So with good leverage and great get off, you are bursting his bubble. You are in his space. And now that you are tight in his space, the hands are coming. You understand what I'm saying, big dog? You want to do the opposite of what he wants to do. You don't want him to allow that space to happen. You want to make sure that space never happens. You want to get off the ball so quickly that you catch him in his kick. He's kicking to get to the spot. He's kicking to get into a good position of leverage. But as he's kicking to get there, you don't let him get there because you are getting off the ball. You are bursting off the ball to bust his bubble. You are bursting off the ball to bust his bubble. At that point, you're in his space. He does not feel comfortable because this deep of the tackle has gotten on me so fast and I am not in my set. I am not in the in the spot that I want to be in. And so I don't feel like I'm in a good position to block. I'm not in a good position to block because he's not in my box. And big dog, that's what you want. You want him to not feel confident. That guy in front of you feels like he's at his strongest point when you're in front of him. I'm going to say that one more time. The offensive lineman in front of you feels that he is at his strongest point in control when you are in front of him. Now, I don't mean directly in front of him. Now, that's worse. If you're directly in front of him, if you went directly to him, you better be stronger than him on that bull. If not, if he's stronger than you, that hip is a long ways away. You understand what I'm saying? That hip is a long ways away. So he feels or she feels that they're going to be stronger when you're in front of them. Why? Because your hands, their hands are in front of them. And not only are you in front of them, but you are on the same level as their shoulders, right? They pretty much bench pressing you. You in the same position that they would be in on a bench press, just standing up. Is that what you want? Do you want to work towards their strength? Do you want to work towards their box where they are the strongest? No, big dog, you do not. You don't want to work to their strength. You want to work to their weakness. Where is the weak spot of an offensive lineman? That guy in front of you, that offensive lineman in front of you, him or her, that offensive lineman in front of you, where is their weak spot? Their weak spot is their blind spot. Their blind spot is on the side of them. I don't know anybody that goes into the weight room that works on side bench press, right? I know it sounds silly. It sounds crazy, but nobody does that. Nobody bench presses on the side. 
if they're pushing, they're pushing away from their chest. Right? And so where does an offensive lineman want a defensive lineman to be? In front of their chest. And we keep rushing in front of their chest, in their box, where they are strongest. No, I'm going to work to your weakness. I'm going to work to a spot that might be your blind spot where you're not comfortable. And so that's going to create a whole different pass rush for me because I know where you want me. I know where you want me to be and I'm not going to be there because I'm smarter than that. I know you. I know exactly what you want. I know exactly what you're trying to accomplish. And I know what's going to defeat you because I know who you are and I know your weakness and I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get off the ball. You're trying to create space. You're trying to split my crotch at the spot. Well, first of all, Steve Lyman, you hearing what I'm saying? Pass rush, you hearing what I'm saying? First of all, I'm going to get off the ball. There's no need for me to peek when I know what's going on. I ain't peeking. I'm playing football. I'm going to get off of this ball and I'm going to beat this offensive lineman to the spot. I am going to make sure I burst their bubble and I'm going to catch them in their kick. That's what I want to do. And when I beat them to the spot, I'm going to attack the outside arm. Because if you defeat the hands, you defeat the man. Now, I'm not going to always punch that chest plate where they can grab me, especially if that person I'm going against is a grabber. No, I'm going to get off the ball, playing with good leverage. I'm going to beat them to the spot with good leverage. I'm going to have my hands up ready to strike at the point of attack. And I'm going to go through that hand and get to that hip because there are three points of attack, hand, hip, heel. Once I get to the hip, I am home run through the heel or past that heel. And behind the hip of the offensive lineman is my reward. Why? Because I'm playing smarter and harder. You understand what I'm saying, big dog? You need to know who you are going against. You need to know what they are trying to accomplish. You need to know that. That's going to help you be more successful at the point of attack because you know what you're looking at. Know thine enemy. Know who you're going against. Spend some more time in film. Look at their sets. Ask these questions. What position they play? What are they trying to accomplish? How are they trying to accomplish it? Are they punchers? Are they grabbers? Do they have low hands? Do they have high hands? What are they trying to do? Are they a jump setter? Do they jump a lot? Or do they actually kick? What are they doing? Pay attention to those things and talk to your D with a line coach as to what moves you can do based on their set. Sometimes certain moves fall right into their set. But if you know their set, if you're paying attention to that stuff, if you know who you are going against, you will be better prepared to defeat who you're going against. What you don't know can beat you. But what you do know can succeed you. You understand what I'm saying, big dog? What you do know can help you succeed. All right, big dog. I can go on and on and on and on about this topic because oftentimes that's the reason why sometimes we're not successful. We're not paying attention to who we're going against. We don't know our opposition. We have no clue. And that's important. To be successful, you have to know who you're going against. You have to watch film. You have to know what their strategies are. You have to know what their tendencies are. All of that stuff matters when you're rushing the passer. 
Big Dog, I appreciate you spending time with me as always. You could be doing anything. You could be anywhere else. You could be listening to anything else. But I appreciate you listening to Big Dog Trench Talk. As always, I invite you to BigDogFootball.com. Our mission, our goal, Big Dog, is to make you, coaches, you, the best defensive linemen, the best pass rushers, the best coaches in the trenches as you can be. This is a community. This is where we come together, not to put ourselves on a pedestal, not to say that I'm the best diva the line coach in the world. That's not why we're here. It's about these athletes. It is their turn to be the best at what they do. And if iron continues to sharpen iron, our athletes will benefit from it. And that's what this is about. So come to BigDogFootball.com where we have tons of drills and skills and tutorials and we talk philosophically about the line of scrimmage play. Come to BigDogFootball.com where we have all of those things for you at a one-stop shop. Big Dog, we got it all at Big Dog Football. (laughs) Big Dog, if you want to keep from being raw, (laughs) think like a thief. If you want to keep from being blocked, Think like an offensive lineman. Play like a dog, but think like a hog. (laughs) Play like a dog, but think like a hog. Don't be playing like no hog. You play like a dog, but think like a hog. Big dog, you know what time it is, man. It's about that time. It ain't nothing like smelling that fresh cut grass. Nothing like strapping up. Putting that helmet on. Tying them shoestrings, baby. Put them cleats in the dirt and let's go to work.